The Off the Huzzle Podcast would like to thank all their sponsors, TaylorMade Golf, Last Mountain Distillery, Molson Coors, Rubber Co., and Cutter and Buck Canada. Now, it's time for your starting lineup. The pro hockey player, Turner Ripplinger. The golf insider, Tori Coglin. The original co-host, Troy Koser. And your host, Drew Koser. Now, sit back and enjoy the podcast, Off the Hosel. Hey everybody, we're back to an episode of Off the Hosel, episode 125. My name is Drew Koser. I'm your host. I'm joined by Tori Coglin. He's back home in Alabama. No Troy, no Turner. Uh, full agenda today. A lot of golf, Saskatchewan talk. Uh, before we bring on Tori, we got to mention that this is the pre-show of Off the Hosel. And it's presented by Rubber Crow. Rubber Crow was founded in 2021. Made out of 100% recycled tires. Has tons to offer. Offer rubber party blocks, speed bumps, gym flooring, matting, and now our new hockey devices. Check out the website at www.rubbercrow.com or follow us on social media at rubber.co. You can call as well, 306-541-9840. It's time today. Think with your head and choose the right rubber. Boom. What is up, Tori? Pretty smooth, Drew. Not going to lie. Thank you. How, how are you? Like, how was the, how was the drive? Like walk me through it, man. It was so much fun to see you in person again, actually like shake your hand instead of like shake your hand through the screen. That was cool. Like you shook my something else, but we'll <laughs> just leave that for another episode. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was so good to see everybody. Um, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Um, but yeah, congrats to everybody who played well unlike me but that's okay you didn't play that bad (laughs) like you only played twice this year like you couldn't have that high of expectations could you no no actually so i guess we're just gonna dive right into it let's go oh but i didn't answer your question um coming back coming home was uh back like down south was smooth um flights went well my luggage arrived um the drive was okay so okay, hold on, we hold stopped on. and got a Slurpee and got all pepped up on, got all jacked up on Mountain Dew Slurpees. Okay, walk, let everyone know that that wouldn't have known that you were there or, and how you got to Saskatchewan and your clubs didn't show up and only underwear and shirt showed up. Is that correct? And socks. And socks. So, so your thongs, your socks, or sorry, your underwear, your socks, and your shirt showed up, but no pants or shorts. That brings us to Grind My Gears, brought to you by <laughs> all airport lines. <laughs> Bet 99. Um, no, so I, I, I showed up and my, my carry-on had got lost and my golf clubs had got lost and I had clothes in my like travel bag. So I had literally the only thing I had and it was packed in my daughter's bag. I had... <laughs> My underwear, my socks, and three t-shirts. So, and that was for two days, I think. Like, even my uh, my golf club showed up the, the day after I arrived. Yeah. At about 2 p.m. And thank you to Saskatoon Golf Country Club. They let me come out and hit balls that evening, which would have been the 
second time all year I've hit balls. Um, Try hard. But what's that? No, you're good. Keep going. Go. Well, you can go fuck yourself. But um, so thank you to them. But uh, yeah, even like that showed up, and um, I had to go to the uh, to Value Village. Oh, aka Valley Village. Oh, okay, okay. There it is. Outfit which I had to wear for the first two days of the tournament. So that was peachy. <laughs> but I can't believe what? that. I actually felt hey, sixteen dollars well spent. I, I, look, I look sharp for sixteen dollars. That was that was a solid. That I think I made some good decisions on what I picked out. I th- I thought they looked pretty good. Well, it helps that you're kind of a missile. Uh, that's all right. But yeah, it doesn't hurt. Like when you called me, I fell back because I was like just getting. I was like twenty five minutes from PA, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't have any clubs or pants or shorts." I'm like, mm. and I brought exactly as many pairs of shorts I needed. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I I, I would have turned around. I should have just went back. I was probably two hours away from withdrawing. Really? Well, I mean, yeah. And my guess. dad was like, "Well, just use Reynolds." It's like if I use Reynolds, I'm. First of all, I predicted I would like probably shoot over 80 at least two rounds. And Second of all, you use rentals. Now I'm going over 92 rounds. <laughs> maybe, maybe firing in a nice little 84 in there round two or something, but no. So it all worked out. It was all good. Played with great guys. Um, I had good groups every day. So that was fun. Every, everyone I played with was really cool and really nice. And a lot of new guys too. Yeah, um, other than Ziggy, but um, yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, at least yeah. I was happy to see you. We had to share a beer together, it was awesome. Um, we got a photo together. We'll have to share that. I forgot to put that out there, actually. I put it out. Um, but yeah, man, like, let, let's just dive right in. How about the course, though? Like, the course is an unbelievable shape, I thought. Well, we we talked about it, I guess. Did we talk about it last week? I think. And I think we talked about it with Ron and um, and Marty about right. how PA it just has teeth. Yeah, like I'm looking, I'm looking at the leaderboard right now. Best amateur golfers in the province on a course that's how long? I don't know, sixty nine hundred, seven thousand, maybe. I think it's like sixty seven or sixty eight. Two players under par. Yeah, two. Yeah, that is that'll long. be it. <laughs> like. That that course just, man, it's just, there's something about it. It's just tough. You know what? I, I went out for some drinks with uh, some, you know, PA guys after the first round. And, you know, just some of the, you know, around the fire talk was, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow Crook's in a fight back. And I was like, what are you, what are these, what are these guys mean? Like, what, what's happening? And sure as shit, they weren't wrong. Like guys that were local, they went up and guys that were up there. And then, and then someone went to me after the round. Cause I was a little frustrated. I had a seven on day on the second hole that was brilliant. Like I, and I battle, I ham and I do with myself all day. I struggled obviously not pl- practicing and playing, but I had a seven to piss me off. So sh- sh- shot 78 and someone goes crook always fights back. <laughs> always. I'm looking, here's another stack guy rips not on. So I'll be stack guy. Tory. only there's only 10 guys that were better than 10 over. Yeah, it's wild. That's unbelievable. Wow. For a course like that short, it just, it's just, you make one mistake and fuck, see you later. That's, there goes yeah. that hole. Yeah, no, you're Good not, uh, you're not wrong. But like, I, 
even like just the maintenance of the course like there i was putting oh my god i i I usually use a wedge around the green a 60 or 56 and i think i have pretty solid hands and you know there was times i had to show it but i was putting man a lot like i I had to make a putt on 18 to get into a playoff and i putted from like i don't know six feet off the green yeah but you can't do that i had a couple that were like 20 feet off the green like it was just so tight so i'm like if i don't putt like if i chip this and blade it it's out of bounds so yeah, yeah the green the, <laughs> yeah. Were firm. the maintenance around around the drains were really good shape uh the rough was borderline pro it was, style you know, it uh, was tough um they had it thick they had it lush like hats off to pa cook the maintenance crew the golf shop staff the restaurant staff everybody it was just and it always is every time you go to cook it's a tremendous show Every single time. And the only thing I think, let's just be honest with ourselves. The bunkers weren't great. And, and I think everyone knew that. And that's okay, though. Don't hit them there. But, I mean, I was there a few times, and I had a couple of, I mean, I got good hands on the bunker. I used to love going in there. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't go in here again. This is tough. I wasn't in them because I was usually chunking it short of them. <laughs> oh, how about, the, how about the, the thick grass around the bunkers? That was tough. Oh my god! I almost yeah. lost my ball in one, and then like swallowed my hand. I'm like, okay. No. And nice and also, I, and I I don't know if anyone if they're listening at all. Um, but all the volunteers they were yeah. very helpful finding my stray shots and stuff like that. They were they were great. Yeah, yeah. Hats off to everyone that was involved. Uh, Golf Sass, you know, Brian, Steve, Clark, um, you know, everyone right from the top right to the bottom. You know, Pierre and staff. So. Cook put on a show um, quickly here. You know, men's mid-am champion, Brett Henry. Men's am, the sure. Two-time champ, Roman Timmerman. Got a stud. Unbelievable. And ladies champ was uh, Brooklyn Fry. Uh, we're going to have two of them on this week. We're trying to get Brooklyn on. She's busy with some hockey stuff. I talked to her. Um, but Brett is going to come on. And Roman will collab those up. We'll drop it. Uh, and it should be a good interview with, with both those guys. And um yeah they're they're both good players man like the field was good again too this year it was a great field i thought and you know obviously with Caden and ty they're playing pro now so it you know they, they were out but overall it was a salt solid field though and a full field too that's good to see yeah absolutely but i have one more thank you thank you to boss man ron stewart for looping for me the last day and a half because without him there's no chance i kept it sub 80 Really? He was reading. He was just, it was like playing Tiger. You remember back in the day playing Tiger Woods golf? Yeah. And they would have like hit here. And so you just like auto aim and it just goes in. Like, first of all, I can't actually hit where he's saying, but it, damn, it did help. So I'd be like, oh, maybe a little outside right. He's like, actually, it's left edge. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Drop. Oh, wait, my like, across. Oh, Oops. I just uh, made a 16 footer for double. Perfect. Well, and speaking of speaking of that, uh, Kyle Schneider on the nail gun on the bag for me on day three. Uh, I was battling the. I'm not gonna lie, it was painful, a sore finger. I'm not gonna say sore finger. It was taped up to the match. I couldn't have my my and I have fat fingers. Can barely hold the golf club as it is. But it's funny you said that though because he was like Drew, uh, hit it right side of the pin or hit it here, and he's like, and I hit it there for the first six seven holes. He's like, oh, that's pretty easy. Just tell you where to hit it and you do it. I'm like it's not that easy I, like but he they, they just know the course right like he knew where to miss and where not to be and he plays it a lot so uh thanks again the schneids for for looping me all the way home to 
secure my spot at the Nats. Now, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duties. You like that? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. My fingers hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Ron hit? told me where to hit it. I just couldn't hit it there. But on the greens, I was all right. But yeah. anyways, British Open. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, that is... What else is there? I want to look at. Hold on. Four-door British. Yeah, screw it. Here it is. First time ever. Because you know what? It's usually this time of year. Every year I say, oh, missed it by one. Missed it by a shot. Missed the cut. Um, but... I'm going to go ahead and say it for you. Okay. Drew <laughs> is making his first appearance at a national championship thank you so congrats buddy thanks Tori. i appreciate i'm it. proud of you dude i appreciate it you know what honestly and like, i was telling i was telling turner that today on the phone and i was like man like i think the coolest thing was is like a lot of guys like i talking to danny and you know brett and scotty t like i think they were more happy for me that that i finally made it and they even made the team it was unbelievable like just the support yeah. those guys have for me and i think they're great dudes and but i'm so excited you know mitch was so pumped he's like finally well, actually, he's like, finally, he made it. And two, at least we can travel together because he's like, I don't want to be stuck at Pearson by myself. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm man, I'm pretty stoked. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, no, that's so cool, too, man. man. He's, he's giving me the week off. And um, yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 I honestly didn't sink in until I probably got on the way home, like on the way to Nippon, which is mm -hmm. I played like dog shit Friday morning in Nippon. But uh, that course also is in great shape. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I'm excited. First time ever. Let's go. No, that's cool. And like for, like for anyone else, you know, we've we've talked about it many times on here. But and even Phelps, he brought it up. Like once you get the lid off, then all of a sudden you start making it and making it and making it. It's the hardest one is your first one. And then, you know, then it becomes just I wouldn't say routine. But it, it, it makes it a lot easier. Pop my cherry. Uh, yep. Going into to Thornhill. So I was trying to find the golf course today on YouTube, and it looks unbelievable. Not going to lie to you. No, you guys will have a blast. I'm proud of everybody who made it. Yeah, should be fun. Okay, so let's go to uh, the Open. And Cameron Smith wins. How clutch is shooting 30 on the back nine of a major? I don't care if it's at Silverwood in Saskatoon. Yeah, and in those traditions, like unreal. I can't. So, and Roy finished second, correct? I watched quite a bit of it on Saturday yep. and then Sunday. Man, okay, we're going to talk about it, obviously, but how about he signed, uh, Smith signs for $110 million the morning after? I, I'm, I'm starting to think now where's all this money like like how much money do they have i don't know they I, I think i've heard on somewhere like on i think i've heard like two they they're like dedicated two billion dollars to it then they offer tiger a billion <clears throat> probably well so then they would but what's he need another billion for he's already got a billion right well i don't know what his alimony payments are like but <laughs> true okay but elon they, might know. have a billion i i think we talked about it with this with you know you know drew and you know stolte there i just don't 
I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. Like I, I, I get it. I know like it's a lot of money, but that's like me going to the golf course for a hundred million or let's just say I'm guaranteed 150 grand. You don't got to practice anymore. Just show up. Yep. That defeats the purpose of playing. I think no. No, I agree with that, but everybody's got a price. Like, yes, like, I, I don't know. I'll ask anybody who was in the field last week if they would take shit. I, let's say five hundred thousand, but you can never play a golf sask event again. Who's gonna say nope? I ain't doing it. Other than someone who's very wealthy already. If you said five hundred thousand, Tory, you can never play another tournament in Alabama or Saskatchewan. Like, all right, like, we're like, here's my routing number, you know, really send it. Fuck yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, anyway, so Cameron Smith, he signs for 110 million. He's gone. He can't play what a major till 2027. Is that right? Is that what I saw? I don't, I, I did not see that. So I, sorry, maybe 2023, maybe that's what it was. Two years? Yeah, two years. Uh Anyways, okay, Rory. Um, I saw a funny photo today. It's like Rory in normal golf tournaments and then Rory in majors. Yeah. didn't look good. Why can't he win another major? I don't know. I think he will though. I think so. I I think he's got a few in him. I love Rory. I felt bad for him. I was rooting for him. I I think he'll win a few more. Hmm? He can't make a putt last day to save his life. No, I think I heard somewhere he had 36 putts. And it, he hit all 18 greens. That's like Tory Coughlin stats back when I was actually could get the ball in the air. But Can't, yeah, no, like, but man, to not have a one putt, yeah, it's a that's wild. tough. That's tough. Yeah. And still only lost by one. So he obviously still had a great week, but man, Cam yeah. Smith's back nine. Oh, how are you? You see VJ swing, uh, VJ swing, VJ sings tweet today. It was hilarious. Uh, he goes, no. I think I might, I might grow a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> How good would that look? <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, okay. What else do we want to do here before we go? You want to, you want to talk to NHL? I'm sure. Uh, just real quick. Like draft. what, what are your thoughts on Shane Wright sliding down from like everyone had him at first to all the way down to fourth. Uh, it's kind of like the movie draft day. You've seen draft day. Oh yeah. When they're like, you know, and I saw a tweet about it too. Like maybe no one went to Shane Wright's birthday party. I don't know. Like it's kind of like Bo Callahan, right? Um, he had a great season this year in the OHL. I just don't know if he's, maybe he's peaked from what I've seen. He's a great. I think there's player. off the ice things that that we don't know about. Maybe off the ice things that we don't know about. But I mean, you know, he was very confident that he was going to go first overall, and you know, it was it was said out loud, and maybe some teams didn't like that. I don't know. And how about the how about the look toward Montreal when he actually got on stage? Yeah, that was uh, that was directed That's, to them for sure. So whoa, I'm That's sure he's ballsy. Marked, I'm sure he's marked down that date on his calendar to play uh, in Montreal. No question yep. about it. He might yeah, go off I mean, that I mean, night. Hey, you know what? I think I think we say it all the time. Even when we when I was drafted for the Bannon draft, like whether you get drafted first or three two hundred or whatever it is, like y'all gotta work your way on the team and find a way and you know make your own way. I mean, first fourth, he's still drafted in the National Hockey League. I mean, yeah, he's gonna move on from this and become a better player, maybe for him too. 
I think it'll be easier for him to become a better player in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be going to Mariners games. <laughs> yeah. Probably slide up for some BC Lion action. Who knows? Uh, okay. And then you wanted the uh, NHL. Matt Murray signs with Toronto. Big signing there. What do you think of the two-time cup champ? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm excited to see what the Leafs do over the rest of the summer. Excited and worried. But, like, they obviously unloaded a little bit. I, I haven't figured out they're trading the draft pick. They went down five spots. That one kind of boggled my mind a little bit. But, you know, they got to unload cap space. And who do they – I can't even think of who they traded when they slid from 18 to 23. Do you remember? No. Okay. Well, good talk. But Yeah, I, I yeah. can't tell you. But – a player and an 18th round pick for a 23rd pick. 18th round, 18th overall. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> Stay sharp, Tori. Uh, Minus one. I don't know if we talked about last week. No, we didn't talk last week. So the Brink Chat, he's now in Ottawa. The Chat. Ooh. Chicago. Talk. A lot of coach signings, too. A lot of moving parts here. Yeah, there is. There's a lot moving on. Um, who else went somewhere? Where did Kirby Doc go? Did he go to Montreal? Oh, fuck. I wish you wouldn't have asked me. I could have answered you. I could have sworn he went there. God bless. We're stupid. <laughs> keep, keep, say something. Say something uh, like wicked cool. Oh, <laughs> you were looking pretty sharp at that wedding in Nipple in there, bud. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All my, yeah. Show with my buddy Reed. I'm married. Reed and Savannah. It was a hell of a wedding. Uh, yeah. My body was hurting the next day, that's for sure. Especially taking the Natum Highway on the way home. Nothing has a seen better day. Boy, that's a long drive, and there ain't a whole lot to look at. That thing, that road has seen better days. Wow. You're it, right. Kirby Doc did go to Montreal. Sorry. Okay. To interrupt. All good. Uh, what else do you want to do here, Tori? Hey, also. I, I do want to say rest in peace for my man, uh, Mac McClendon. He, I used to caddy for him back when I caddied like full time. I used to caddy for him every Sunday morning at seven forty-five, and we'd play. He would ride a cart, and we'd play in like two and a half hours. And he, he's a two-time Alabama Junior Champ, two-time Alabama Amateur Champ, five-time PGA winner. Wow! And three-time SEC. Uh, like the conference champ for college golf, all American, I think three times, just an absolute missile of a golfer. And uh, I'll definitely miss him. He, he got um, uh, basically dementia and Alzheimer's and just kind of went downhill pretty quick, but he used to be a sharp lad and he was a great player and a, and a even better guy. So I just want to say RIP to him. That was a nice story. Um, okay, where do you want to go with this one here? Do you want to just send it over to Brett here? Let's fire away. Okay, well, we're going to go talk to the men's mid-amateur champion, his first one ever, the 2022 champion. He's also, what, second place in the men's amateur champ, right? Yeah, correct. So one, of, what one, of the, one of the two that were under par. 
Yeah. What a week uh, for Brett. I did the play with him Monday in a practice round. Could have sworn he was going to shoot a million. Uh, that was incorrect in the tournament. Uh, but I guess without further ado, here's uh, Brett Henry. We hope you enjoy. Off the Huzzle is proudly presented by Cutter and Buck Clothing. Cutter and Buck Clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle, engineered for exceptional versatility, so it'll be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking, stretch, UPF for sun protection, and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars, added spandex, and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish. Cutter & Buck shares their commitment to sustainability with their commitment to sustainable products, sustainable operations, and sustainable production. When you choose Cutter & Buck clothing, you are getting the genuine spirit of the Pacific Northwest. Check out Cutter & Buck on all their social media platforms. All righty, we're pleased to have on today the men's mid-amateur champion. Uh, I believe he's from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Plays out of the Cook. What a place that is. We just talked about in the pre-show. I had the pleasure of playing with this nice young man on Monday. I Honestly, Brett, I could have sworn you were going to shoot 90 after I watched you play that practice round. Uh, I would have <laughs> took the over. Um, Tori? Well, I, I actually took the under using the Bet99 app. If you want to use Bet99, the sign-up code is off the hosel one all one word, and the digit one. Using the website or the Bet99 app, please bet responsibly. Know your limits. I want a ton of cash betting on Brett. Boom. There that was is. a nice little rhyme there, hey? <laughs> betting, on Brett. betting on Brett. Yeah. Okay, after that, we welcome in Brett Henry. Uh, wow, what a week. Just kidding. Obviously, I knew you weren't going to shoot 90. I knew that you were going to be a stud. Um, first off, thanks for coming to the podcast. First time, long time listener. Hey, first time being on the show. I appreciate that, Brett. Um, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I had a long week there for, I never walked all, all season and, but I, I walked all four rounds. I rode in the cart in the practice round. I wasn't really planning on walking, but I'm glad I did. Absolutely. Well, so like I said, I, like I had it to, worked. yeah, well, I had to play with Brett on Monday and like, like all I've ever heard is how good Brett is. And I believed it and you were, and you were good as a couple of loose cannons. You had a couple of X's on the, on the, on the card, but overall <laughs> I, I saw what you were doing out there and I was like, wow, this guy's a stud. So we're going to go right into round one. And were you four under at one point early? Weren't you? I think I got it to five, but yeah, I got it to four through seven. And I think that's five through 11. Wow. So five through 11, you finished the day at, 68 which is four under correct or three 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 yeah three under okay and then how many beers did you have after round one <laughs> uh i had quite a few they just felt like having a little celebration on a good first round absolutely you know and had as, a couple as you should have <laughs> so well round, deserved well round two wasn't wasn't your best i i, I can guarantee that I'm sure I'm speaking for you, but I can guarantee it. And then you follow it up in day three and, and wow. So four through seven on day three and then five yeah. and then six, that's six under correct. Bogey free. Yeah. Walk us were, through. Were you, were you playing with Rome in that round? No, no, no. I, 
didn't shoot well enough in the in the second round there to play with him. He is way ahead of me. <laughs> okay, so so did you know where you stood? Uh kind of. I knew I was like what was I like seven back, I think, at that time or something like that, I think. Okay. So it was that three so, under so you didn't know what he no, was five at. back after. No, no, I had no clue. Oh man. I thought they used, I, I thought they still did those uh you know the old uh leaderboards on the back of the golf cart that cruise around the last few groups. No. They could have. I actually didn't even notice it that day. I didn't Yeah, I didn't see one either. Didn't even, even notice the last it. day there. I didn't see one, but uh Yeah. I don't know, Brett, walk us through. I mean, like that last round. I mean, they just shoot, you know, 65, bogey free. You know, you started out really hot. Walked us through the round and know what kind of what you were, you know, going through your head and kind of obviously you knew that you had to make some sort of a push coming late uh, with Roman just a little bit ahead. But, you know, walked us through that round and obviously then you won the mid-am. So uh, overall, yeah, how, how was that round? And then how was the week? Uh, it was that round, actually. I three-putted hole three, I think, from about 20 feet. I left it about 10 feet short. Oh, boy. So I was thinking in my head as like not one of these putting rounds again <laughs> right after I shot the 76 I wasn't putting good at all and then uh yeah then that happened so I ended up three putting there and then I thought maybe I was gonna have a bad putting round but I ended up um making a nice putt on four and five and, and then six is like a 60 yard pitch shot and seven is just a two putt from the back of the green Man, wow. a, kind, of, at the, at the turn. kind of weird start yeah. yeah. Going into going yeah. into that last round, were you thinking about trying to win the AM? Or were you just trying to make the um, team or I was thinking about trying to win the mid AM, but I wasn't even really looking at like I thought Roman was well ahead there at that time. I wasn't sure what was really going on. I thought usually whenever I play a pretty good round, I always think everybody else is doing the same. Yeah. I love it. Well, <laughs> Brett, I, I sure yeah. wasn't. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to keep you a little longer now because I want to know. Like, we never had you on before, so we'll extend this thing. Like, when you were younger, like, were you playing a lot of like junior golf and before that, or when did you get into the game? Like, or were you a, were you an avid tennis player beforehand, or like, w what was your sport? Where did you get into it? You know, walk us through kind of your your young golf days. Uh, well, I played hockey as a goaltender, but I was way too small for the position. And then I think there's one year. I think I was eight or nine and my dad asked me if I wanted to either play hockey or golf because they could only afford one sport. Okay. And I never really played golf before. And I was like, yeah, I'll play golf. Wow. And then we lived in this townhouse area where we had a nice field there. So I'd probably hit 150 yard shots. And that's pretty much where I pretty much started playing golf. I'd play like three or four rounds, like a month. Then I'd go all those nine hole courses. And first time I played cook, I couldn't believe that we had a nice 18 hole course in the, in the city there. That's that an unreal awesome. story, dude. I didn't know that. It's sick. Okay, so yeah. now the next question is: Have did you ever did you play college golf, and did you ever try and play pro golf, or would you try and play pro golf? Um, I don't think I was a good enough junior to even like. I wasn't playing very good junior golf. Like I was usually scoring in like the high seventies, maybe low eighties. Like I wasn't, especially in tournaments. I'd play good regular rounds. I couldn't play golf tournaments. Like I would always shoot high so i don't think anybody besides when i turned 19 i think i played my first year of uh 
MJT and I went to NAS, like the national event in Arizona right. at the end of November. The Legacy, what a place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's sick. Tori, what else you got here? Well, I have a question related to what you just said, but before I say that, I want to say this. I'm sure you remember there was a few of us like old codgers that have probably talked to you back. This is years ago, years ago. I'm not judging you at all, but you ran hot. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Kind of talked oh, and yeah. said like settle down and stuff like that. And from that Brett to the Brett I saw after you won the mid-am, dude, I was so happy for you. Like you looked, you looked so happy, just smiles like Man, I, I'm just I'm just fired up for you. That like that was so cool to see the joy in your eyes. Like you can't hide that. Oh yeah, for sure. No, yeah, that's, no it's that's been, so cool. It's been a wild ride to the point that I got to you at that from when I met you till now. Now it's been back, okay, so back to what we were talking big. about. Bef- back to what we were talking about before. Like, so you said like you were playing bad in tournaments and this and that, like every time you played as like as a junior, when, when did it kind of click? Uh, when I went into, I played uh MJT when I was 19. That's when, uh, like, did you just all of a sudden like figure I'd, it out? Well, like I could play decent, like I'd be like a mid seventies or whatever high seventies guy. And, but I, when I go to a tournament, I'd be like low eighties and, couldn't really score in a tournament, but then when I played my last year of MJT when I was like an overage or like 19, that's when I, just before I ended up playing, uh, I played my first year of men's golf pretty much like when I was 20. I didn't play any men's tournaments really besides the club tournaments like I cooked and mm-hmm. yeah, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't put it together. I'd just get in my own head every single time I played a tournament when I was younger. And then I know the feeling the year after MJT, that's when I, won the May Day and then I won Nippon the first first time I showed up there. <laughs> not bad. Not, not a big deal. <laughs> so, that's funny. Took me, that you took me out till I, till I was 20 to win a tournament. <laughs> you know what? Hey, that's hey, funny Drew, though. Sorry, go on, Tori. How how many uh how many Nippon and mid ams have you won? <laughs> that's funny you said that, uh, uh Brett, because he's chirping, Tori. He's chirping me right now, so it's okay. Um okay, Brett. <laughs> It's funny that you said that because when I, I think I was 17, I had a couple wins in the MGT and then a couple on 18, then 19, I like, I like went off. I think I won three or four and then went to Arizona and that same thing as an overager. And, and honestly, I think it kind of clicked too. Like I can play with these, even though they're younger than me. And then I play with the, the man a little bit and I've always done fairly yeah. well in like the men's am or whatever it is. I've never won yet. But to see, like, you know, Tori said, even see your face when you won. And I played with you Monday, like, such a good dude, your professionalism. And, like, it was unbelievable time. And to see you win, it was like, wow, like, this guy earned it and, like, deserved it. You know, I didn't see, like, you snapping clubs or this or that. Like, so kudos to you, man, that you played a great week of golf. (laughs) And, you know, day two, you probably had one too many uh, Coors Lights, but that's okay. You battled back on day three, a little bit of guilty golf. I didn't didn't kept it on for day day three there i stayed up late drinking just to almost like a almost like a roy mcavoy kind of situation there after his 83 i did that with the 76 <laughs> Dude, hey speaking of that how about this guys like the, the british open like how late they tee off in like yeah. great britain time like the the one day i played at like 150 or something crazy like that it's like how do they 
how do you sit playing a major championship and having to wait that long? Yeah, like yeah. you said, Brett. Like you got crushed the night before. It's like because you got to find a way to sleep <laughs> in. You know, you don't want to be yeah, sitting exactly. up at eight a.m. and have to wait six hours to play. Yeah, that's yeah, true. that's how I felt. So yeah, I had to. I think I woke up at ten. Still, I stayed up till like four or five. Woke up at ten and Atta didn't boy. have to sit around for too many hours. <laughs> okay, so Brett, now are you going to both now? Because you you got second at the the men's amateur and you won the mid. Are you going to both events? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Guess who's going with you? You're coming to the mid? Oh, yeah, buddy. We're going to have a time there. First one ever. Oh, so, yeah. That's, that's a win awesome. for me. That's a win. I'm done now. I can retire now. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it's in Toronto. I've never been to Toronto. So me that'll neither. be a good so time. We're, <laughs> we're going to have a blast. Uh, Brett, anyone yeah. that you would want to say, you know, thanks to or a shout out to, you know, maybe a, a golf coach or a caddy or, you know, a family member, you know, you name it. Oh, my mom and dad, for sure. I've never, uh, like I said, two lessons, I guess. I've only ever had two lessons. Jason Schneider, Jason Schneider and uh, Michael Dick gave me a lesson Jeez. back in the day. Oh, Michael Dick. That's a throwback. Does he still have the course record yes, at Cook? 61? Oh, yeah, he does. Him and I think Danny tied it the other year. Like, uh, I'm not sure if it was like a men's night. or, But There's Danny a shot a 61 there, too. Yeah. <laughs> well that's awesome buddy. Get the going, it's hot. we don't want to we don't want to cut you off too quick um but we gotta we gotta have um roman on to this episode um but i, I drew do you have questions from the gallery because i have two yeah well quickly here before we go to questions from the gallery and then we're gonna have roman on uh this is brought to you though oh, by yeah. rubber crow founded in 2021 made 100 percent recycled tires tons to offer offer rubber parking blocks speed bumps gym flooring matting and now our new hockey devices. Check out the website, www.rubbercrow.com or follow us on social media at rubber.crow. You can call as well, 306-541-9840. Uh, Brett and everyone else out there, think with your head and choose the right rubber. All right. Well, I, I think I know the answer to this and I, your Instagram handle. What's your low round? Uh, my low round is 64. Okay, so explain the 59 then. What's that? The 59? Oh, that's just because that's my desired number. <laughs> oh, I like. So that's your goal to shoot 59? Oh, for sure. I'd like to shoot lower than that, but I don't know if that'll ever happen. But okay. that's the goal. <laughs> no, no, that was actually the, the Instagram handle they gave you was Henry 59 yeah, I'll use this one. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, there it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> what do you like more? nos energy drinks or a pre-ordered meal on winnipeg to ottawa flights <laughs> that's either dunphy <laughs> or that's dave but uh definitely not, not. definitely not <laughs> definitely not what you got yeah. which one do you know nos no it's no it's not definitely not <laughs> oh nos oh i'm sorry yeah I'm deaf. all right here's one for you and maybe you can guess this one too. Who taught you all your sweet skills, especially your bunker play? Oh, it's JP for sure. That's <laughs> I knew he was going to ask that. He told me he'd ask you a question. So I was wondering what it was. Yeah. He showed me how to play out of bunkers. Not that uh, I hit You're too wrong. many, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Tori? Okay. Actually, I, I actually have two more. 
Okay. Um, this one, this one is is from the outside gallery. Um, do you feel like a new pair of shoes, well, kind of new to you, helped you with your success last week? Hmm. Wonder what Ziggy would say. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I actually didn't slip on a single swing. So yeah, I guess he. I guess it probably did help me. Beauty. Thanks, Ziggy. On course <laughs> snack. What's your go-to, Brett? Uh, usually it's a hot dog or a burger, I guess. Sometimes cashew. Oh, cashew. How good do those burgers smell behind hole 11? Oh, they smell so- oh, behind hole 11? Oh, yeah, those smell good. I just, oh, I couldn't, my stomach was in knots. There's no way I could eat what's turning around at that time. No, <laughs> I, I didn't eat any, but boy, did they smell good. Yeah. All right. Um, here's... The next two are for me, and that's the last two because we gotta we gotta rock and roll. But um, how many clubs would you say you've broken? Uh, I'd say about ten. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah, you've come along. Say about ten. I used to hide them from my parents too, especially when I was younger. I'd be like, "I need a new putter." It's like, "What's wrong with the other one?" That I lost it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I broke one, one, yeah. one time I broke one and my dad made me pay to reshaft it. And I've never broken one since I was like, fuck, it ain't worth that. <laughs> it's too expensive for me now that I got to pay for them myself. So yeah. I never, never broke too many in a while. All right. What's your last one? All right. What's your, give me your uh, top two or three movies. Oh, good question. Uh, sure. Bagger fans. Happy Gilmore and probably Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. I like there it is. Yeah. Okay, Brett. My okay. last question, and we're after we send this off, we're going to write to Roman here. So, um, you know, one piece of advice you you give a junior golfer today, especially uh, on just what it takes to win, man. I mean, you've you've done it now, and you've you've had so much success lately, and you're, you you shoot the lights out. Um, yeah, just some advice for a young junior golfer today. Uh, just always go to the golf course and well for me when I started getting better I definitely was there practicing my chipping and putting that was probably probably the main thing that you have to practice to improve as long as you make little fun games out of it and it's always fun to go there and play as long as you're not being too serious as you practice I love it okay Brett yeah. uh, well I can't wait to see you in about three weeks here in Toronto um, yeah, Tori, we had fun today, obviously, with this one. Brett, I hope you enjoyed your time today. Uh, here's your, your mid-am champ and your runner-up at the men's amateur, Brett Henry. Uh, thanks for joining the podcast today, Brett. Thanks for coming on, yeah, buddy. Thank you. Lost Mountain Distilleries. Spring seasonal releases are here. They have a ton of great options for this spring and summer, like Hibiscus Lime Vodka, Sweet Tea Vodka, local coconut vodka, and local watermelon vodka. With the nice weather coming, it's time to get out on the patio and enjoy a taste of Saskatchewan from Last Mountain Distillery, Saskatchewan's first micro distillery. Keep an eye out for the ready-to-drink beverages, raspberry mojito, gin fizz, and mango seltzer, which are coming soon. Can't make it out to the distillery in Lumsden? No problem. Their products are available online or at most retailers across the province. 
Head to lastmountaindistillery.com to learn more. All righty, the latter portion of the podcast, we had just finished up with Brett Henry. Now we're on with two-time champ, the men's amateur, from Saskatoon. Plays out of the Riverside Golf and Country Club. He's kind of a wagon. This podcast is not officially sponsored by Roman Swipes, but Roman Timmerman, uh, two-time champ. Uh, Roms, how are you, buddy? Good, Coach. How are you doing, Corey? Good to see you. I'm great. Roman's swiping trophies at all left, right, and center here. I like this right now. We're, we're going we're to sign a deal. This is perfect. Um, Romans, you're coming off your second win. And then I kind of want to obviously talk about you shot 69 three times in a row. How are you? And then a 71, a smooth one to finish the last uh, round and win by one. But I don't know. Last year, were you minus 26? That's it? You couldn't get to 27? <laughs> no. So, okay, quickly before we go into, like, I mean, obviously the tournament itself, but last year to this year, what did you find was completely different? Or let's just say, were you, were you struggling this year? Or was the course harder? Uh, where's your game at? Um, yeah, two completely different courses, I would say. Um, last year at Elmwood, it was pretty soft, pretty receptive. So, um, just hitting a lot of, a lot of wedges that were holding, you could attack flags. Um, so kind of just playing with no fear last year and just kind of trying to, trying to make a bunch of birdies where this year, um, I know you were there. It was, it was firm. Uh, they had the rough up. So it was just a completely different test. Um, you have to really, really kind of think your way around that course I found. Um, even with um, simple wedge shots, like they had some pins where you're yeah. trying to land it short of the green and get it to release correctly. And so um, just strategy out there was big and um, hitting fairways was big as well. Yeah, the um, rough was I know. Thick. Yeah. Um, there are some spots out there that it was, it was real thick, even like around the greens, you could miss a green and your, your chip shots, not easy. So, um, just two, two completely different courses. Yeah. I've played every shot of that tournament in fear. How about, (laughs) Hey, how about day one? The first like six holes, the pin was about five on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like where do you land it? So yeah, my, my game plan kind of changed throughout the week. Um, I, I haven't played cook very much, so I didn't, I didn't know the course great, but the first day I was kind of, kind of just hitting a bunch of drivers and not really able to attack flags just, just cause of where they were placed. So, um, kind of train changed my, my game plan. The, the last three days where I was hitting, hitting a little less off the tee where I was giving myself full wedges and I could stop it, which I felt helped a little bit, but, um, yeah, there was some, there were some tricky pins out there. Two is one where it's like, I don't even know how you stop that thing. Even with the full wedge. Yeah. Two. I two was, I was whole twos bitch. All week. I went five, seven, five on two. Unbelievable. Day one, hole five 
was it hole five or hole nine when it was just right of that like <sighs> huge hump in the middle of the green yeah that was brutal <laughs> like, how do you you cannot get it close to that and then um hole 10 yeah that green's kind of crazy too they had oh yeah that you, pin you can find right. a 20 short that, of it they had that pin front right one day good luck and yeah, it, I, I came up like 20 yards short of the green and had an impossible chip, but. Okay, Rome, I have a question though, because you just talked about changing strategies. So like for me, like my, the last day I played in day three, I only played the mid, um, you know, for me, I was, okay, I want to land it short and hopefully roll it up and, you know, be somewhere 10, 15 feet for a putt. Well, when I did that, it would just hit. And, oh, good five, whatever it was. Right. So I was trying to play more conservative. How do you adjust your game? I mean, you, you probably put a lot of spin on the ball and whatnot. I mean, I just kind of slap it around. But walk us through, like, I don't know, as you are you hitting the ball higher or hitting it with more spin? I mean, just let people know. Because, I mean, you're doing something right the last two years. Um. Yeah, well, like I said, with wedges, it was mainly just with, with like, kind of like the shorter holes where you could you could hit driver up there and have kind of like a flip wedge. Um just the first day I realized I was really struggling with, with my yardages into those holes and like not really having a good idea of where to, where to land that shot. Right. So I think I kind of took, a, I kind of took away some of the variables, just laying a little farther back and getting a more precise, precise number uh, into the green where I knew it would, it would uh, kind of check up and it's not going to release. Like you can get a crazy bounce and it can kick forward 30 yards, you know, it's just, um, the margin for error was a little less. So that's kind of what I figured out the first day and kind of, kind of just rolled with that the rest of the week. I love it. Tori. Roman, do you, do you prefer a four round tournament or going back to college two and three round tournaments? Um, I like the four rounds. Yeah. Cause two and three, you don't really have a whole lot of time to adjust. Right. I mean, even in college, we're playing, uh, 36 holes a day right like the first yeah. round our first day is 36 so um i mean you kind of get a good feel for the course the first day i mean they're or the first round and they're not changing the pins so the second round you can kind of play a little more aggressive but um yeah with the four round tournaments you definitely you get to learn the course a lot better so speaking of college like do you do you have any more um eligibility left no nope. i you done? i used uh five years i had i got a covid year so i used my fifth year so i'm all out. okay and we were talking just before the show you, you didn't like the heat too much huh <laughs> it took me a while to get used to um the first year i went down there i remember right middle of august and it's like <laughs> 45 degrees just 100 percent humidity and it's like golf playing is just a challenge. Like you're just sweating your ass off and like clubs slip in, you're wearing a, like a rain glove. Like it's almost like not enjoyable. So, um, but the thing I do, or I'm going to miss, I think is just like the fall, like let's say October, November, where then the weather is pretty much like a summer day back mm -hmm. home every day which is which is a treat this i know this is your interview but uh, and i don't know i don't think i've told this story on on the uh podcast but my the first round i ever played there i rode 
And after 12 holes, I told the guy I was playing with, I was like, I'm done. I'm like, I'm just not playing anymore. It really? was too hot. Yeah. Wow. Now we, we didn't have carts at, at our course. So we were walking and the course oh, that we played at was a pretty tough walk. So, um, we didn't play 18 often, only like for qualifying, but those qualifying rounds were, were tough. Rums, I, I want to backtrack to, you know, obviously the tournament itself. And, you know, we talked about you shot, you know, three great rounds and then you followed up with a 71 and another good round all under par, you know, winning by one over Brett, who we just had on, you know, walk us through kind of your game plan going into day four where you wanted to shoot 65. Was it 69 again? Was it just, you know, kind of, I don't know what the word is. I mean, trying to think like just trying to stay one ahead of him, obviously. Like, I mean, I, did you bogey the last hole, correct? We both did. Yeah. So both bogey it. Like, where's your, where's your headspace at coming down? Cause it's different, right? After 10, 10 is a par five, correct? No, par, par, par uh, four. Or sorry, 11 is a par five. five. So after 11, you kind of, now you have that little structure of eight holes, whatever it is, but um, you know, walk us through what you're, what's going through your, your brain coming down the, you know, the final water there. Yeah, um, I kind of struggled a little bit the the last round. Um, I think both Brett and I didn't play our best golf, um, but I was definitely watching what he was doing and um, um, kind of just scrambling around, making making a bunch of, of pretty good pars. And he he kind of wasn't doing doing much either, just a bunch of pars as well. Um, and then during that closing stretch, he, he birdied 16 and 17 to get within one. So then I'm like, I, there, I kind of felt the pressure a little bit, um, which was probably the first time all week that I kind of felt that pressure. Um, and then 18, we both, both didn't hit great drives. And I think I caught a pretty good break. I hit my drive a little right and kind of went through that that bush on the right oh, yeah. and I was able to pitch it out um just scramble for a bogey and then um luckily uh was able to escape with with a one-shot lead so I wonder yeah, if just, anyone I, hit the I, I definitely I'm cautious. yeah I did I practice you round hit that Monday <laughs> yeah like no, I, no, I don't think a single oh, person I played oh, with hit it yeah it's, it's, a, it's a tough um, tee hole. Uh, Rums, I want to ask a question though, because, you know, Tori just mentioned, you know, you're done college and you mentioned as well, what, what are we expecting next year? Are you coming back for a three Pete or are you going to play pro golf? Um, yeah, I think so. I'll have the Canadian am, uh, in a couple of weeks. And I think that's going to be my last tournament as an am. Nice. And then I'm going to turn pro after that awesome buddy yeah Congrats, um i'm not 100 sure thank you i'm not 100 sure uh where i'll end up playing kind of depends on a few things but i'll uh i'll definitely be trying to to make make the pro ranks so tori before you jump in and I, I don't know maybe i'm up to lunch in this one but I've, I've looked at some stats over the years and i can be way off tori maybe you'll think i'm way off but i i legit said the other day i think roman's the closest guy to be in the next grand delight. Appreciate that. I, I have no clue because I've never played with Roman. So <laughs> you're I, I way off. At, I just Roman, you have like you don't have a chance, buddy. <laughs> no, I, I honestly looked at like even when we played junior golf and like 
just like the way you walk around a course and your course management, and then you go to play in Swift. I can't name another guy that shot minus 26 in how many years, man. And then like to win again. And like, I, I don't know. I mean, I just see like, there's no, there's not really a fault in your game that I've seen in the last few years. I mean, I haven't played with you in a long time and I wish I could. So my, my phone's always on, just text me. But other than that, you know, I think that your game is just excelling every day and, and every summer that I see you. So when you go to play, you know, at the end, I wish you nothing but the best, but obviously even when you go play pro, just continue to do what you're doing because whatever you're doing is working. So I don't know. It's my advice, but I also think that you're going to be a player and Tori thinks I'm way off, but I don't know. No, I was obviously kidding. <laughs> Anyways, Ro I, Roman, how many, how many, um, how many Canadians have you played in like junior amateur or you're not mid am yet, but thank um, God. <laughs> this let's see. 16. Oh, the guy needs a calculator. Great. He's not, 300 well, years i think this will be my fifth um men's am wow and i probably played um like four juniors holy shit yeah have you fair. ever tried for a usga um i tried like four years ago there was one in north dakota i tried okay. um but other than that it's just tough like yeah the sites where they are um this year i was looking i was thinking about playing in one but i think the closest one was idaho oh okay. so, um that would have been a cool one though to play in the usm i always i always wanted to play in one but hey so. that's another thing too right tori i mean we didn't mention it but you were second at the glencoe correct i was yep yeah that's awesome that's dude. big congrats again i mean that's you know you didn't win but you, you did better than most of the field I got some <laughs> guy shot uh, 11 under to win three day event. And that course is tough. Have you guys played there? No, I haven't. I, I've played two or three times. It's sick, man. Yeah. Got to have the banana bread. That's what oh. I always say. It is, it is such a good, such a good place. Like everything about man, they treat you off. They treat you feel you so like you're good. on tour. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like, it's like, Drew, you just walk up to like, they have like three or four snack shacks on the course and you just like get whatever you want. Just here, have it. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like I'll get a uh, puff wheat cake, yeah. banana bread, and a couple power aids. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty sick. They got no wallet necessary. Two, eight, eight, and nine. They got like the probably the biggest practice facility I've ever seen. Really? And it's just like not a so sick out of plate. So good. That's awesome. So good. Mm -hmm. Well, Tori, I think we go to our uh, you know our segment called Questions from the Gallery, sponsored by Rubber Crow, founded in 2021, made out of 100% recycled tires and has tons to offer. Offer rubber parking blocks, speed bumps, gym flooring, matting, and now our new hockey devices. Check out the website at www.rubbercrow.com or can follow us on social media at rubber.co. Can call as well, 306-541-9840. Speaking of Rome's, think with your head and then choose the right rubber. Boom. Oh, how good is that, Ad Reed? Okay. There it is. Like you just double wrist yourself, settle down. It was pretty good though. All right, here we go. First one. Uh low round Rome's. Low round ever? Yeah. Um low round ever was at the AM last year. Nine under. 
Bogey free? Bad. Uh, no, not bogey free. Okay. I Hold. Think, still I think nasty. I might have had two bogeys. Still pretty nasty. <laughs> What's up, Tori? No, that's even more nasty. <laughs> I think I had two. I think, yeah, two bogeys. And then I think I made two eagles on the back as well. That's not bad. Fuck. <laughs> Give wow. me your uh what's your favorite course in Saskatchewan? He's like Elmwood. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Uh I mean Cook's up there now. Yeah. That was it's wicked. I don't play uh, like I said, I haven't played there very often, but it was a, it was a sweet course. Like I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed playing there and I thought it was like a, a great test, which is I find kind of tough to find in Saskatchewan. Yep. Um Riverside. Man. Definitely. Never heard um, of it. <laughs> um where else? I love Waska Sioux too. I I kind of grew up, I'd go there in the summer as a kid. My family would go up there, so I played there a lot, and I'd always play the uh, the junior lob stick. That's kind of like my, the, uh, those were my first tournaments. I'd always go and play the junior. How lob many of those bad so boys do you win with that place? And that, um, I won one one junior. Okay, that'll work. Um, <laughs> but that course is awesome. I don't know if either of you have played there, but yeah, it's and one it's course sweet, I haven't played like. There's a sweet design. Everything about it, it's awesome. It's just fun. <laughs> That's all there is to it. It's it's just fun to play. It might not be the best layout or anything, best condition, but it's just a fun, a fun course to play. Love it, Tori. You're up. Oh, I'm up. Okay. Uh, give me the most embarrassing song on your phone <laughs> that you wouldn't want someone to know that you had on there. To the Lady Gaga. Um, I have no idea. Let me look. Or do you just have wicked tracks left and right? I'm more, minus, of, a pod, I'm more of a podcast guy. Like, what's your favorite yeah, podcast? Is it off the hosel? Is it up there? Top five for sure. Off the hosel second part. Part of my takes first. Oh, let's go. I love part of my take. Yeah, I listen to that. Good. And then, um, a few others, but I don't listen to a ton of music. I, mean, I don't know. Let me look. I got. Rome's is oh like, uh, pardon my take, call her daddy. I got some like old play and like Kings of Leon. I don't know. I don't listen to that much. Call her daddy. <laughs> hey, oh, well, let me, okay, let's, let's change. So where do you live? Saskatoon. Okay. So if you could pick one band or singer to come to Saskatoon and you get VIP access backstage, who do you want to come there? Old or new, doesn't matter. Um, what do I want? Uh, I like rap, so maybe like a, a Travis Scott, even though he's kind of been through some controversy. Yep. I'd like him to come. I think his concerts are are crazy. And then maybe They're like nuts. a Drake. I'd like to go see a Drake in concert. I think that'd be pretty cool. You know how um, old I am? I've never heard of Travis Scott. Dude, watch the documentary on Netflix. It's wild. The doc is sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sick. 
I, I don't know. I like his music. He hasn't really come out with anything new lately, but I like his stuff. All right, Rums. Favorite pro golfer? Favorite pro golfer? Um, t- uh, Tiger, I'd say. I like it. Everything about, I like, I mean, I, I mean, I didn't really grow up really watching his prime, I guess, yeah. but I hear you saying, I mean, I've watched everything on him. Like I, I watch like old masters that he's won and all the majors that he's won. So definitely tiger second, maybe like a guy right now would probably be like, uh, mm, I like like Zalatoris now, Man. like his game. Um, I also like, uh, Cam Young. He's kind of like an up and coming guy. I like his game too. Okay. What kind of gum are you chewing right now? Uh, some dentine probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Tori, you got any more? And I, and I got one more at the end. It, well, yeah. I, 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 apparently I'm on a streak with this, uh, this question. Give me your top three movies all time. Man. So Grown Ups One, Grown Ups Two, Miracle oh, Meet nice. the Fockers, <laughs> Twenty Six Under. Uh, Is that a movie? I like. Um, I like, uh, like the Dark Knight. Oh, some bad. Oh, I like that. That is good. Uh, um, where is she? And then I just watched, or I went to that the second top gun i i enjoyed it i thought it was really good mm-hmm. um what else mm, i like spider-man maybe like one of the newer ones with tom holland okay okay yeah, yeah. nice okay mm-hmm. my last one here roams for you uh is going to be obviously because, I mean, you're, you're a young kid still, but there's a lot of juniors that would probably follow you and want to be as good as you. So a piece of advice for them and any shout-outs that you'd want to give out, uh, you know, for all your, 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 your success the last couple of years here. Sure. Um, advice for younger players. I would just say um, if this is something that you want to do, I think you, you got to really love it. Um, like, you can't be going to the course – um, unmotivated, you got to really enjoy what you're doing. I mean, there's going to be days where, where you don't enjoy it as much, but you got to really have a love for the game. And as well, I think you have to surround yourself with people who are maybe not necessarily on the same path as you, but are going to push you and, um, you're going to compete with them every day and they're going to, they're going to, um, make you a better player so i'd say definitely love love the game god love the game and then just surround yourself with with people who are going to help you well said then um people think uh there's a lot um my coach has helped a lot over the past couple of years clinton schmaltz i've been working with him he he's helped a lot we he keeps it real simple which i like so him and um, just all the, all the boys that I play with at, at Riverside, um, Ty Campbell, Justin Wood, Jeremy Ride, Mark Sweeney, a bunch of guys. What a group. Um, 
yeah, it's an, it's just, it's an awesome group going to the course every day and just playing with, playing with those guys. And they, they all support me and I support them. So definitely them. And then my parents have been a huge support. So yeah. Love it, buddy. Well, while I ask this, sorry, there's one more question here. Someone responded here. So while I ask this question, why don't you show off that trophy again? Uh, you may as well just keep that there for the rest of summer. Uh, Dawson Kuffner wants to know, I don't understand. I don't want kids to say this nowadays. What's it like being the yuckiest golfer in Sask? Well, I, I, don't, I don't even know what that really is. I think it means like gross or nasty. I think that's what it means. If someone under the age of 16 or 15 knows what the hell that means, let me know. What's it like being the yuckiest golfer? And you have to say that. Being the yuckiest golfer in means the world to me. I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> okay. Hey, I didn't see the trophy. Where is it? I was reading the text. I kind of have to like... How many beers fit in that thing? Well, I'm not going to like pour the beer in there, but the can like fits perfectly right in. So you can probably just drink it out of the can. What's, Oh, we haven't asked this one in a while. What's your favorite, uh, beverage? If do you ever drink on the course? Uh, occasionally I'll have a couple, but we, I like, a um, a three quarter Oh 16 and then a quarter Rattler. Oh, okay. That's what I like. I think you could credit maybe Woody for that one. He likes to get that. So give him There's a shocker. Wow. Three quarters. I think he might have started that. I don't know, but we all do it now. So that's my that's my drink of choice. There that it is. Pretty good. <laughs> Roms, uh, I appreciate you coming on today, buddy. Uh, it's good to talk to you again. I kind of, you know, I penciled this one in a little bit, maybe earlier than I thought. Congrats again. You had back-to-back champs. You, your favorite song now would be by Drake back to back um i wish you nothing but the best stay in touch and good luck to the canadian am and uh yeah buddy it's been fun today appreciate it drew good luck at the mid oh there it is i'm waiting for that one thanks buddy i appreciate oh, it oh, there it is just a stroke it. off sh- session here good group going i think so that'll be a lot of fun oh yeah i'm excited i'm pretty sure i'm bringing the podcast stuff too so get a little, nice. little hot mic going around It'd be fun <laughs> Uh, hey, buddy. Put Woody on the hot mic. Oh, I should, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, if I'm up in Saskatoon, let's let's play for a round of golf. Uh, Tori, Rome's, and then, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Tori, you're not coming down. So, Rome's, no, we'll talk to you later, buddy. For sure. Okay, appreciate it, guys. Lost Melt Distilleries. Spring seasonal releases are here. They have a ton of great options for this spring and summer like hibiscus lime vodka, sweet tea vodka, local coconut vodka, and local watermelon vodka. With the nice weather coming, it's time to get out on the patio and enjoy a taste of Saskatchewan from Last Mountain Distillery, Saskatchewan's first micro distillery. Keep an eye out for the ready-to-drink beverages, raspberry mojito, gin fizz, and mango seltzer, which are coming soon. Can't make it out to the distillery in Lumsden? No problem. Their products are available online or at most retailers across the province. Head to lastmountaindistillery.com to learn more. Alrighty, episode 125 completed. 
Uh, two studs on, Brett Henry. We talked to him, obviously, in the first portion of that, winning his first mid-amateur championship. And then we talked with Roman Timmerman, uh, two-time champ now, back-to-back. Unbelievable. Both good dudes, both great players. Um, both really good interviews, too. You know, we didn't talk to both of them. Uh, thoughts on the podcast there, uh, Tori? I thought they were both great. And obviously, congrats to both of them for uh, for winning. It's it's pretty it, it, it's pretty incredible to win back to back AMs. Not many guys have done that. Yeah. Like you look at Graham Dillette did it. I don't know who's done it since. I'm I'm probably missing someone, but pretty tough to do. Yeah, I'm not exactly. I want to say I thought Danny might have done it twice in a row too, but. Well, he know. won three mid amps, but I don't know about amps. Yeah, so I don't know. Even even my 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 statement or point I put in the podcast with Roman, like I legit think that you know Rome's has such a good golf game and so much jam with his game, like he just he finds a way to score and to win and do it not only once, not once every ten years. Like he second at the Glencoe and he won a lot in college. And what's up? Once every 10 years, is that a stab at Ron Stewart? No, not at all. I'm just saying that he does, he does these things year after year after year and week after week. Like, I mean, I think he's probably one of our top golfers in the province. You got to think back to back, back to back AMs and a second at the Glencoe. That's big time. Like that's, that's not an accident. You're, you're a player. Yeah, and, and, that, and honestly, that's why I said, and that, you know, I may get roasted for, it and I, I, I don't think I will. But man, he's legit, and not that anyone else isn't. Like, there's a, there's a man. We have a lot of golfers in this province. I don't think we did, we didn't have praise for, for how good of the players we do have in this province. Um, you know, Rome's is just on, he's on another level week in week out. I think so. I mean, we're rooting for him, rooting for everyone that wants to play pro golf and be the next Graham or whatever you want to, whatever you want to do with it. But yeah. I don't know. Brett, great player too. And then we said in the pre-show, the field was unbelievable. So Yeah, no, that was a, a great tournament. Great week. Um, we keep saying it, but I mean, I mean it's it, it's a once a year episode that we kind of celebrate the Saskatchewan champion. Yeah, no, exactly. And obviously, you know, we, we wish everyone good luck at the Men's Am championships. And I, I forgot what they are. And obviously the Mid-Am uh, in oh shit, Thornhill, Thornhill. I heard it. I heard it's unbelievable. So everyone's playing, and then obviously with the ladies too. Good luck, the juniors. Um, man, what a year or what a time! What a time of year! I'll be honest. Oh, it was good. Once again, good show by Golf Sask, PA Cook, Municipal. It was awesome tournament. Okay, well, I, I got a quick uh, grind my gear. Shoot. I don't know if they have this in Saskatchewan, but like when you have angled parking lots, oh, where yeah. it's like, and people go the wrong way, go fuck yeah. yourself. Just like, drive at the Gemini hockey rink. They have angled parking with like signs, and people just either can't read. So if you can't read, probably shouldn't be driving. But they, yeah, they like learn your arrows because there's arrows painted on on the on the ground. Figure out. Yeah, that that's a good one though. 
That is a good one. Uh, I don't have any. You got any? Huh? Do you have any? No, I don't think so. All right. What are you watching? On Netflix or no? Uh, Suits for the 71st time in a row. Oh, darn. Actually, I just started. Actually, someone told me to watch it. I just started watching Entourage. Oh, it's so good. That's like 10 years old. Yeah, I think the first episode came out like literally on Monday of 10 years ago. Yeah. No, that's old, but holy dude, Donna. What, dude, how what are you? What is this custom? Mine's off the rack. Yeah, what a what a You're such a loser. What a show. Uh anything else we guys think our sponsors. Oh, also a shout out, because Craven was last weekend. Last Mountain Distillery was uh the number one supplier for all the the hard liquor at uh, at Country Thunder, it's called now. So shout out to them. Great supporter of us. Um, and I believe Molson was the, the sponsor for beer this year too. They should have been. And thank you for to Dave and, and Molson Coors in Canada uh, for sponsoring. Speaking of Craven, here's a fun fact. On my second flight home from, I guess it was Calgary to Nashville, Yep. I sat beside the the lead singer of Emerson Drive, a country nice. band. Oh, yeah. And I asked him if he had ever played Craven. He's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, boy. He actually just played. Any more info. He, he actually just played at, in Palo Butte, I think two weeks prior to, uh, to Craven. Okay. Yeah. No, he said they were doing a bunch of shows in, like, BC and... Alberta. He didn't say Saskatchewan, but yeah, he he opened. He did the Palo Butte Rodeo, so in the um, in the Foil Dome, our home rink. He was playing in the in there, so that's pretty cool. So there we go. Did you get a photo? No, no. So I didn't know. Here's the here's the the weird thing. I didn't know until like right, you know, once the plane lands and stuff. And I was like, so do you live here? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, like, what were you doing in, you know, Calgary? And he's like, oh, my band had a few shows up in uh, up in Canada and BC and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, what band? And he said, Emerson Drive. I was like, holy shit. Like, I used to jam out to you guys. That's sick. Okay, well, uh, yeah, thanks again. TaylorMade Golf, Last Mountain Distillery, Molson, um... Rubber Coat. Divots, Rubber Crow, Rapid Lawn, Perfect Turf, uh, Timberstone. What else we got here? It's probably some more for Cutter and Buck. Ever heard of them? Cutter and Buck. Check out their clothing. It's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Their toy for this week. We'll talk next week. Um, yeah, everyone else out there, and, and hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll talk to everyone next week. Peace. See ya.